Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. It is the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. I'm, of course, once again, Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we, of course, we all, as we always do each and every now on all of our shows in the radio network, talk about our favorite pastime, professional wrestling. <clears throat> and also joining me here to, of course, help uh, call, call all the action. First off, we, uh, our wrestling news and views here tonight will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. J.D. is a 2015 and 2017 WWS Hall of Famer, as well as, of course, <clears throat> uh, one-third of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com, as well as, of course, a big part of all of our shows here tonight. I mean, each and every night, of course. Also here tonight, bringing you the wrestling history and birthdays here, of course, from our talk show chat box is, is of course, uh, <clears throat> the human suplex machine, John Gross. John is the first 2016 WWUS Hall of Famer. He's also, of course, part of two, another third of the, of the Raw Radio broadcast team and also, of course, another good part of our shows here in the radio network. And also join us on the chat box here tonight uh, from Florida here, of course, a man who's been coming on our show here for the past week. It is Anil Patel. Gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring you in here first and say welcome to what will be a howling good time as we reach another reach another milestone on Wolfpack as we hit the big one, number 110. Indeed. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, also the Radio Network Group Tour tonight, well, of course, is having our live video feed coming in from our tribute group dedicated to the NWA. NWA US built on tradition. If you'd like to join us here tonight and uh, watch our live feed here coming in from uh, NWA US, please uh, feel free to visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWA US tradition. 
And if you want to join us through the regular, do the old-fashioned way through TalkShoot.com, it is of course one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight five two one pound. And by all means, ladies and gentlemen, press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we have to talk about here tonight. Of course, on the second installment, NWO Wolfpack number one hundred and ten. Let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here. First off, with our rest of news and views here segment, which of course will be brought to us tonight by, of course, one half of our Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Geronimo. J.D., what's going on in the rest of the news scene this evening? Well, we just, here we go. While discussing her airport incident, however, while you with Alberto El Patron on Busted Open Radio today, Paige addressed her status with WWE. Paige told Bully Ray and the other host, Dave, LaGreca that she will be returning to the company soon. She laughed when LaGreca suggested she may run in at SummerSlam, but she said that she had a CT scan, however, mind you, earlier in the day, and will do her last checkup this coming Monday. The WWE star added that she cannot wait to get back to work and said that she's excited to wrestle again. Paige has been out of action since being suspended twice for wellness violations in August and October of last year. During that time, she underwent neck surgery that has kept her out of action since. Meanwhile, however, WWE has also announced, however, they have decided to let go. Hold on. I just had a second ago, so bear with me here, guys. Uh, apparently, however, WWE has also announced, however, believe it or not, however, that they have let go, believe it or not, uh, former Cruiserweight Ho-Ho Lun. The Cruiserweight, who was part of the 205 Classic a year ago, however, according to reports, however, was given his pink slip, I believe, sometime today, however. I'm just trying to get this uh, confirmed, though. So bear with me. Oh, here we go, yes. According to Wrestling Inc., however, uh, he was participating in the Cruiserweight Classic, defeating Arya Davari in the first round. He worked NXT a few times, last losing to Velveteen, the Velveteen Dream, and also worked NXT live events during his run. Lon is 30 years old and from Hong Kong. WWE has not confirmed the release yet, but they said they are reportedly looking to cut costs and attempt to increase the profit margin over the next six months, which could be maybe going into the end of this year. Meanwhile, the big announcement by Paul Heyman last night, however, turned out to be a big bomb in a big-time way. As first reported early last night, however, at the start of the news hour, however, we thought that Paul Heyman had a big, earth-shattering announcement. Well, unfortunately, that turned out to be a dud, and as a result, however, it has been announced now that he will be part of possibly JR's one-man show when Jim Ross will be appearing at a one-man show event this Friday before SummerSlam, and that possibly Paul Heyman might be the special guest, however, in JR's uh, show, if you will. Meanwhile, however, reported earlier today, however, mind you, that speaking of Heyman, however, it has been reported that, uh, according to reports, however, that he is endorsing Samoa Joe, however, possibly to win the Fatal 4-Way coming up at SummerSlam in a few weeks. And early speculation has it from my, what I've been hearing, however, that he could be the next Paul Heyman guy to join Paul Heyman's stable, if you will, considering the fact that there is reports saying that Brock Lesnar could be on his way, as we said before, to UFC following SummerSlam. Uh, I just saw something else here, so bear with me here, folks. Uh, yeah, hold on a second. We're, we're trying to get this up and running, so bear with me here, guys. Uh, da, 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 da. I just saw it, so bear with me. Uh, I, there's about a few other stories we'll talk about that 
following the, uh, like I said, however, a few other stories, including the fact, however, of a fellow superstar, and we'll tell you this real quick, however, one name superstar real quick, however, before we get to the other stories, however, after the birthday's names, because we'll have a couple more stories to talk about. But reports are now saying that Bailey could be out anywhere between two to three months due to her injury that she suffered last Monday at Raw in Pittsburgh. However, the x-rays have not been confirmed yet, however, that she may miss that amount of time. If, in fact, however, she did break her arm that some people think she might have done, however, she could be out anywhere between three to six months. But if it's not a break, it could be two to three. And finally, however, uh, one final piece of news, however, which is non-wrestling related. And, of course, we'll get back into the other wrestling news here after the birthdays and dates with a couple other news items. The first preseason NFL game is tonight, however, as the NFL season is underway. Finally, a new season has begun as the Dallas Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals are fighting each other right now in Canton, Ohio, in the preseason Hall of Fame game. We will have an update on the score here shortly and let you know what's going on there. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with King and W.O. Joe Smith, is King Ice for 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that is fit to print each and every night here in the radio network. <clears throat> and, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. GTS's case, of course, they are, we always use the old-fashioned method of super glue and duct tape. You cannot beat that 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 big time combination. Let's go ahead and see what uh, John <clears throat> what uh, John has in his score. It is fifteen ten Arizona right before halftime. Uh, thank you very much, sir, JD. Uh, also, before we get to the history, I want to mention that on the NWA US uh, uh, video here tonight, our uh, our live video. Uh, feature, of course, the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, the 2016 Hall of Famer, has now joined us here on 110 of Wolfpack, and uh, welcome, of course, to the show. Uh, let's see what John here has in the history of birthdays here for today, August the 3rd. 21 years ago today, ECW presented The Doctor Is In from the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. The event was named for the debuting Dr. Death, Steve Williams. The gangsters defeated the Eliminators, the Bruce Brothers, and the Samoan Gangster Party in a four-way dance to win the ECW World Tag Team titles. Raven defeated the Sandman to retain the ECW World Heavyweight title, but on Raven's behalf, Stephen Richards defended the ECW title on his behalf with Raven out due to a foot injury. But Raven not only played a hand in the outcome, he got the fall. Okay. 20 years ago today, put it in 1997, WWF presented SummerSlam Heart and Soul in the Continental Airlines Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey. 20,213 were in attendance, <clears throat> with 250,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. In a sign of the WWF perhaps turning the corner, it was more than 100,000 more than the 1996 edition. Of course, John says it's an impressive number if you actually think about it. This show also marked the last appearance of Todd Pettengill. and the debut of his replacement, uh, John was doing the JBL impression saying, Michael Cole. <laughs> and John, of course, we were all talking about, we all definitely are talking about Michael Cole. It was the first televised WWF show in New Jersey in nearly a decade as a tax was levied on televised wrestling events in 1989. The tax was lifted a few months prior. And, of course, here are the matches that took place at this event. Mankind defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley in a steel cage match when Mankind transformed himself into Dude Love. Goldust defeated Brian Pillman, and where the stipulation stated had Pillman lost, 
he would be forced to wear a dress the next night on Raw. But this was Pillman's only summertime appearance, sadly before his tragic death on October the 5th in 1997. The Legion of Doom made their summertime return since 1992 by defeating the Godwins in a tag team match. British Bulldog defeated Ken Shamrock by DQ to retain the WWF European title. This was the first time the European title was defended at SummerSlam. This was also the first appearance of Ken Shamrock and the last ever SummerSlam appearance of the British Bulldog. Although the Bulldog continued to wrestle, stipulation stated that if Bulldog lost, Bulldog would be forced to eat dog food. <laughs> okay. The Los Bariquas defeated the Disciples of Acropolis, and John says, yeah, boring. <laughs> but here, and John says, here come the two matches that have a backstory. First one, of course, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Owen Hart to win his first Intercontinental title. Stipulation stated that if Austin lost the match, he would have to kiss Owen's butt. Yeah, we remember hearing about that. The story of what went down near the conclusion of the, of the bout, Austin attempted a move on Owen, but Owen was able to counter into a version of the Undertaker's move, the Tombstone Piledriver. Austin's head was was exposed more than normal when properly executing the maneuver, resulting in Austin's neck being injured. Austin said this is a, said this in his DVD. As soon as I landed, landed on my head, I was thinking Christopher Reeve. I couldn't feel a thing from, from my neck down. I was laying there, and now pain was starting to set in. I couldn't use my hands. I could turn over and could use my forearms to crawl. It took me a, took me a long time to straighten my knees to, to be able to. There was no way I was going to lay there and let some ambulance or a bunch of paramedics carry me out of the ring. And then finally I could start using my hands. I hit him with a roll-up. It looks like SHIT. It took about three referees to pull Austin to his feet. Austin said that when he looked at the footage, he, he said, if you look in my eyes, the lights are on, but there ain't nobody home. I'm pretty effed up, and I'm really hurt, but I did it. Austin and Owen did not speak to each other as Bret Hart tried to reason with Owen to try to talk to Austin, but Owen never did. Owen and Austin were still communicating in the ring until Owen's death, in, of course, in May of 1999. As for the Intercontinental Championship that night, it was vacated when Austin suffered a neck injury. He was forced to vacate the title a month later, but storyline-wise, story Austin continued to make Owen's life a living H-E-double-L. He continued to beat up Owen and would also stun officials such as Sergeant Slaughter, Jerry Lawler, Jim Ross, and even the chairman of Vince McMahon at Madison Square Garden. The Intercontinental title was won in a tournament at Bad Blood by Owen Hart. Austin returned to the ring at Survivor Series to win back the Intercontinental title over Owen Hart. If lessons are learned from this, Austin was definitely the luckiest SOB to beat Owen Hart that night at SummerSlam despite overcoming a tombstone pile driver. In the main event, Bret Hart defeated The Undertaker to win his fifth WWF title. Shawn Michaels was a special referee. The stipulation stated that had Hart lost the match, he would be banned from wrestling anywhere in the United States. In addition, if Shawn Michaels' officiating was deemed to be biased, he too would be banned from wrestling in the U.S. Late in the bout, Michaels hit Undertaker with a steel chair. Intended for Undertaker after Brett spat in Shawn's face. Hart would take advantage, and Michaels, with that ban looming, was forced to count the fall. With the win, Hart joined Hulk Hogan as the only five-time WWF champion, in, as the only two five-time WWF champions in company history. And also, Sean's actions turned him heel since the spring of 1995, and thus formed a D-Generation X with Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Rick Rude, and China. 
However, this would be Brett's last WWF championship win, and he would lose the title of Survivor Series and, and, and of course, the infamous Montreal Screwjob to Shawn Michaels. And this would be also be Brett's last SummerSlam since August, uh, since before, of course, August of 2010, when he teamed up with Team WWE to take on Team Nexus. And also the first time that the WWF title changed hands at SummerSlam and the seventh time that the Intercontinental title changed hands at SummerSlam. That's a lot of things that has happened at SummerSlams. Hmm. 18 years ago today, we put it at, at 1999 in San Diego, California. Oh, no, sorry, 1998. Excuse me, 19... No, that was right, 1999. Yeah. And just to give you guys a couple, two more items real quick, and we'll have a couple more items to talk about. Raw rating from this week did a 2.12 rating. Last week, 2.13. Uh, so it's starting to move up this a little bit, but the sport, the football season is getting ready to start up again. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, this Monday in Toronto. Absolutely. Yeah, Kaiser mentioned, I think he heard, I thought he told me he had heard, there is talk, maybe. I don't know if it's been confirmed, because now they're talking about putting 12 matches on the card, however, SummerSlam, and they might be putting off the IC title matchup, maybe, between Miz and Jason Jordan, and then it might happen this Monday instead, however. And there's also talk that Alberto El Patron's GFW suspension could be ending very, very soon. Okay. Thank you very much, for GG, for those two updates. At the end of Monday Night Raw, something catastrophic went down. And, of course, John's talking about Conti and Val Venus. But John said this needs to be discussed. In July of 1998, Val Venus began to feud with Conti and also had lust for Mr. Yamaguchi-san's wife, Mrs. Yamaguchi-san. On July 13th, after Conti scored a six-man tag team victory over Too Much and WWE light heavyweight champion uh, Takamishinoku, Val Venus came out and announced that no man should ever mess with another man's wife. So Val gave Kyan Tai a preview of his latest video entitled Land of the Rising Venus. <laughs> and where Venus All my was... saving pri- minds private. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And where Venus was presumably in bed under the covers with someone until he said, Honey, did you find the remote? And there was someone under the uh, covers, all right. This is Yamaguchi-san. As Shawn Michaels would call it, it's Mama Yamaguchi that got Mr. Yamaguchi infuriated. Yamaguchi threatened Val by challenging him and Takamishinoku to a tag team match. In that threat, Yamaguchi grabbed the sword and cut cheese. Uh, no, no, he didn't do No, okay. <laughs> and also a kielbasa and threatened to say, of course, the infamous words here, I choppy choppy your pee-pee. Okay. In the tag team match, Mishinoku turned his back on Val by hitting a flying dropkick and claimed that Mr. Yamaguchi was his sister. Oh. And how okay. funny is it that both uh, uh, Funaki and Yamaguchi are working on the Japanese team now in WWE as announcers? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's crazy, I know. Yes, it is. They dragged Val backstage and put him in an undisclosed room door where it was the same wooden table and also the same chopping block. Security was able to break down the door as Rob began to go off the air, while us, Austin and Undertaker brawled with the New Age Outlaws, The Rock and Owen Hart, and Kane and Mankind. They found Kane and Val Venus' Val being tied up and naked. While Mrs. Yamaguchi-san was being forced to watch, Mr. Yamaguchi-san swung the stick in Val, but the lights cut the black hover. There was a loud scream. 
Uh, turned out the next week, Valvians came out with an ice pack, assuming he thought he was really hurt. This is where he was with John Wayne Bobbitt and Mrs. Yamaguchi. Val played everyone by saying that the big Valboski was still alive and ready to bite. Val, that thanks to a butcher's block and a shrinkage, and John Wayne happened to cut the lights out at the appropriate time, Val's peepee was still in <laughs> Okay. Contact failed to get the job done against the big Valboski. Val also had one last piece of business, dubbed Mrs. Yamaguchi's son as well. Found a crazy story to the ending. Seven years ago today, we put it at 2010, TNA suspended Samoa Joe indefinitely. The suspension would last three weeks, but Joe returned on August 23rd of that week's impact taping. Uh, we have a birthday here. Happy 51st birthday to Butterbean. I've heard that name in a long time. Huh. A former boxer, a tough man, and a former WWF guest that wasn't afraid to gain confrontations with WWF superstars. Butterbean's first confrontation was with the WWF superstar Mark Merrow at In Your House DX. Butterbean was able to beat Merrow by DQ in a work bout. On March 28, 1999, at WrestleMania, he defeated Bart Gunn in only 34 seconds. And sadly, today would have been the 82nd birthday of Haystacks Calhoun. Huh. One half of the WWF Tag Team Champions in 1973. He had never won a world singles title. He sadly lost his leg to diabetes in 1986 and was confirmed, confined excuse me, to a double-wide trailer for the remainder of his life. It was diabetes that ultimately claimed his life on December 7, 1989, at the age of 55. And two, and two years ago today, we put it at 2015, in WWE at the SAP Center, WWE paid, paid a 10-bell salute to Rowdy Roddy Piper just after Piper died a few days later. That's right. You remember, of I course. remember that, yes, at the beginning, yes. Yes. And, of course, John, that's all he's got for the history and birthdays here for today. Uh, John, thank you very much here for those big-time stories here indeed uh, in history. And, J.D., thank you very much for the news and views here as well. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to take care of this, and I have to step away for one second. One seven two four 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 four. Copy, copy. Copy, copy. Hi-ya. Call ID 138521-POUND. This is episode 110 of the second installment of the Radio Network NWO Wolfpack. This is Thursday, August 3rd, 2017. I'm, of course, once again, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you, alongside the Iceman, J.D. Jerry Geralimo. And the human space machine, John Gross, of course, both two thirds of the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, right here on TalkShoe.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to step away for just one, just two minutes, and on is, of course, the live video still runs here for uh, NWA US, both on tradition. Uh, JD, uh, if you have anything you want to add, please feel free to do so. I will return shortly. Okay. Don't forget tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back wrapping up the week fourth revolution. Of course, one three eight zero five five pound. We will talk more about uh, the latest scuttlebutt of SummerSlam and also the latest headline news and views. Of course, John Groves will have your birthdays and dates. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, this Monday, ladies and gentlemen, Raw Radio will be back at three p.m. Of course, as it is every Monday, ladies and gentlemen, it will be a very exciting show. Of course, this week, of course, we'll talk more about SummerSlam and who knows what we're going to get into. The call ID is one three eight seven four four pound. That'll begin anyway just after three o'clock this coming week, ladies and gentlemen, on Monday. Also, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget, however, that uh, coming up, of course, uh, 
two weeks from this Monday, ladies and gentlemen. The week of GTS begins in a big-time way, however, as he will be taking over the air of Raw Radio. As the glorious week of GTS will be on rare form, however, ladies and gentlemen. That will be very exciting to say, so be sure to check that out uh, coming up uh, two weeks from this Monday. Now, don't forget also, ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday, of course, you can check the Power Hour, of course, getting underway at 4 p.m. Call already 141364-POUND. Of course, we go over the latest downloads of the past week and also give you the highlights of the past week's activities, of course. That will be coming up this week, ladies and gentlemen, on the Power Hour, just after 4 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, here on TalkShoe. Uh, as we said earlier, of course, tonight is the first NFL preseason regular season game. Of course, the Arizona Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys are playing right now, and I believe it is still at halftime in Canton, Ohio. Of course, uh, this coming weekend, of course, is the Hall of Fame on Saturday, if you will, in Ohio. Also, earlier today, however, it was reported, apparently, from what we heard, however, that quarterback Ryan Tannehill, the Miami Dolphins, may have injured his ankle, however, and might be out for an undetermined amount of time. But thankfully, however, it is not a torn ACL or an MCL, but he is going to be held out of practice for at least a good while, however, not sure how long, though, but there are reports saying he could be out of action for a while after injuring himself earlier today, however, at the Dolphins' practice down there in Florida. Uh, some other news to report, uh, of course, as I mentioned, uh, we did tell you, of course, uh, minutes ago in the news, however, that this coming Monday, Monday Night Raw will be held live at the Air Canada Center in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. That should be a very exciting uh, night of action, if you will. Uh, some other news to report here. Uh, I just thought, here we go. During his uh, in, in pages interview with Busted Open Radio, Alberto El Patron today addressed the status of the suspension with GFW. GFW, of course, suspended Patron after the initial reports of this domestic incident with Page in Orlando Airport hit a few weeks ago, Patron told Bully Ray and his host that he was fine with the suspension because GFW is trying to do things differently than the business normally handles things. He also understood that GFW needed to do their own investigation and said that, quote, everything is clear with the company. He also went on to say that he will not be at GFW's live shows this coming weekend if they have, quote, set a date for the suspension to probably be lifted. He said that he will probably be back with the company, quote, very soon, and an announcement is coming very shortly. Uh, let's see here. Some other news, of course. Uh, WWE is possibly considering an ROH, ROH stable in NXT, according to reports. And we're going to tell you what that consists of stuff in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and uh, I'm going to get that... No. Um, um, okay. No, I was just, I was just. Oh. I was, I was just, I was just. But I did talk a little bit about more about the uh, patrol thing while you were off the line, and of course, uh, I'm trying to find. There was another story I saw about WWE's, I guess, concerned an RH stable in NXT, and I'm trying to find out some information about that. Okay. Yeah. In the meantime, here, ladies and gentlemen, I figured you know it's a little bit early here, but we'll go ahead and. Uh, oh, here we go. Do... A new report says, however, that WWE may create a stable in NXT consisting of former Ring of Honor talent. PW Insider reports that officials have talked about putting the new talent that came from ROH into a faction together. If that happens, however, the move would come after Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish made their NXT debuts recently. O'Reilly made his debut this past week in a losing effort. Alistair Black, while Fish lost to Black on the July 12th episode. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. 
power. Uh, gentlemen, of course, of course, found our, our our site here that we have discovered here this week, of course, iwnerd.com. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I found, of course, a quiz that we were going to do last night. Uh, uh, but since, since right now, GTU and John are the only two here, I think we give this a little bit of a try here. Of course, this one is all about the boss, Sasha Banks. Um, if you'd like to give this one a whirl. JD, is that all right? JD, are you still with us? All right, John. John, you you're you're at Fort uh, JD. Are you still are you still here? Yeah, I'm still. Okay. Uh, like I said before, I found of course the set of questions we were going to do last night, but uh, we changed it over. Uh, the questions we were going to do are going to be on Sasha Banks. All right. Uh, if you're if you're up for it. Yep, that sounds good. Okay. Uh, John said he is as well. So, gentlemen, let's go ahead and do that. Of course, ten questions all about. Uh, the boss, Sasha Banks, here. Who could be uh, taking over so, Bailey's spot, maybe, possibly, if Bailey can't go at SummerSlam? That would be a good match, Alexa and Sasha. That would be well, a good they match. had it before, but, I mean, you can't help uh, Bailey being her. Like I said, again, it depends on if she can go. That's the thing, because, like I said, they're still debating on whether or not how bad she's hurt. Because, like I said, I mean, the early speculation they're saying with Bailey, however, at this point, however, could be, however, maybe... It could be two to three months, depending on how bad the injury is, how or if it's full break, three to six months, maybe, they're saying. Yeah, I'm going to hate to see her go for that amount of time. Well, if she's out for that any length of time, like I said, two to three months or even longer, how I think they got to rebuild her. You know, I mean, they really kind of lost their way with her. I mean, really, I think since, I'd say since really payback. Yeah. We'll definitely have to watch that very carefully. I hope that uh, I hope, like I said, she'll be able to go here uh, at SummerSlam. But of course, if not, I'm hoping Sasha. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm pointing my finger at Sasha Banks to take her place and go after Alexa Bliss in that belt. So there you go. Don't say that to Michelle; she'd freak. Yes, that would be great to see, though. I agree. Yeah. I think she should deserve. But at the same time, I know this is the one person I keep persuading that management should look at. However. Is uh, like I said, is obviously uh, the one who I think should win. How and I know Gerard says she's green, and everyone's saying she's green, and she shouldn't deserve a change yet. What about Nia Jax? I mean, they haven't done much with her. It's a possibility. Anything can happen. It's a possibility. I mean, if they if they end up saying that Bailey's going to be out for a while, they're going to have to. They're definitely going to have to make a decision. Like I said, you've got uh, see. Uh, let's see. Today's what the Third, you got 17 more days until SummerSlam. Yeah. So you you need to figure out something. You need to figure out something. We got more. We got a little bit more than two weeks before before the big pay per view of the summer comes out. Mm-hmm. But you got to make sure that you have a backup for the Raw Women's Championship. And you think that Bailey's not able to go? I mean, Alexa Bliss is. You know, I'm sure she is, is going to fight. But this. Uh, but of course, for all we know, this could end up kind of like what happened. And I'm sure it would. Nostalgic buffs like myself and Gerard and JD and John, everybody else. It could happen kind of like what the Intercontinental title match at SummerSlam 88 uh, turned out to be. Um, you know, the Honky Tonk Man, who was supposed to be Bruce the Barber Beefcake, and of course he got injured, and they still think he was going to defend the belt, and look at like, what it turned out to be was the Ultimate Warrior. So there you go. Yeah. 
Uh, so it could be one of those scenarios, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I would like to see some. I'd like to see somebody. I mean, Sasha and Nia are or, or, or two of them that I would like to see go for it. But for all we know, they could put a wild card in there. They could put, I don't know, they could put Mickey James back in the mix. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I have to wait and see. Oh, and before we do, ladies and gentlemen, we have a new Impact Grand Champion as EC3 defeated Moose, believe it or not, tonight. Okay. His first one won, of course, Moose won the title back in January, but this marked the first one of the Impact Grand Championship with EC3, so that happened earlier today. Okay. Thank you very much there, JD, for providing us with. uh, Provide us with that information there, and uh, <clears throat> and we'll go ahead and uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead right here. This is moderate difficulty here. Ten questions, all about the legit boss herself, Sasha Banks. Okay, question number one for JD and John, or both of y'all ready to go for it? JD. Yeah, I'm ready. So ready to go. John, are you ready to go? He's ready. Okay, here we go. Question number one. When is Sasha Banks' birthday? Is it A, January 9th, 1992, B, January 26th, 1992, C, February 23rd, 1993, or or, or D, which is probably not right, February 30th, 1992? <laughs> Unless it's in a leap year. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to well, say, however, it is going to be... Believe it or not, January 26th. January 26th of 92 is what you said. John, you're also saying that January, both of y'all said January 26th of 92, and y'all are correct. Of course, incredible that she has accomplished so much at such a young age. Yes, indeed. This is what Bailey said after the uh, injury on Monday. Everything just tensed up around it. I've never had an injury like this before, so I can't really know what it is. I guess we're going to see. Okay. All right, well. Uh, well, she said we're just going to we're, we're just going to wait and see what happens. And this is what Chris Mann said in a statement. This is the doctor, however, mind you. We've determined the injury is shoulder related, and she will be undergoing further diagnostic testing later this week to determine the extent of the injury and also establish a timetable for recovery. Okay, and we'll have to watch that very carefully too. It seems to me, though, by what you just said, there, JD, if we go in further, the next question. Well, what I feel here is. Is that you know they're going to turn like you said they're going to determine a timetable for when she'll be able to return. But by that uh, by by that end, I bet you she won't be ready in 17 days. I don't think she is. I mean, I saw the cast. I mean, I saw her wearing in her arm what she wore after Monday. It does not look like she won't be ready in two weeks unless she has some fast healing. My guess is she could be out at least until October, if not by November. And worst case scenario, she could be out until early next year, and that would be a big, big blow. It would be. I mean, just coming on to the scene, being on the scene that long, and already suffering this big time injury like this. So. Yep. We'll have to wait and see what happens with it. Indeed. Thank you very much, there, uh, JD. Question number two: Sasha Banks won the NXT Women's Championship at NXT Takeover Rival. Who did she pin? Was it Becky Lynch, Bailey? Charlotte or Paige, JD? Uh, I'm gonna. Would you ever this again? 
What's your name? Well, this, I was looking at Sasha's uh, bio real quick. Uh, some other facts you may not know. Brandy and Ray J are her cousins besides Snoop Dogg. Um, How many no. people knew that? Uh, what was the question of, for the championship? Sasha won the NXT Women's Championship at NXT TakeOver Rival. Who did she pin at that pay-per-view? Becky Lynch, Bailey, Charlotte, or Paige? I'm going to say Charlotte. You're going to say Charlotte. John? John also says Charlotte. The answer is it was Charlotte. Charlotte pinned Charlotte. Sasha pinned Charlotte in a match that also included Bailey and Becky Lynch. And actually, JD, what you just brought up here to my attention was actually the next part of the next question. <laughs> uh, yeah. Question number three: What celebrity is Sasha Banks not related to? Was it Snoop Dogg, Ray J, Brandy, or Meek Mill? Meek Mill. And John? John also says Meek Mill. The answer is Meek Mill. And, of course, as J.D. did say, Sasha is related. We knew that that uh, she was she was related to Snoop Dogg, their cousins, and also she's related to Ray J and to Brandy, because I don't know what their relationship is. Cousins. Between. Cousins. All three of all three are cousins to Sasha. Yep, Snoop, Brandy, and Ray J. That would have been cool if one of the others besides Snoop Dogg actually walked her to the ring at WrestleMania that year. Uh, that was cool that Sasha, that Snoop Dogg did, though. I thought that was cool. Question number four. Sasha was selected by Monday Night Raw in the 2016 WWE Draft. What round was she drafted in? First, second, third, or fourth? J.D.? Third. Third round. And John? John also says third. And the answer is... It was third round. Sasha was drafted 13th overall during the draft. She was the second female selected after Charlotte was. Question number five. Sasha Banks made her unofficial debut on the WWE main roster on December 30th, 2014. She wrestled a match on WWE main event. Who was her opponent? Was it Becky Lynch, Bailey, Paige, or Charlotte? J.D. What event was this again? December 30th, 2014, it was on WWE Main Event. Becky. You say it was Becky. John. John also says Becky. The answer is, it was actually Charlotte. Charlotte lost, Sasha lost to Charlotte in a non-title match on WWE Main Event in 2014. This was months before her official main roster call-up. Question number six. Sasha started her career with Chaotic Wrestling. What was her ring name during this time? Was it A, Mercedes KV, B, Mrs. Benz, C, Mercedes, 
or D, young Mercedes? JD. Mercedes KV. John? Yeah. And John also says Mercedes KV. The answer is yes, it was Mercedes KV. This is a playoff of her real name, Mercedes Kastner Vernado. She also wrestled briefly as Miss Mercedes before becoming the Sasha Banks we know today. Yes. Question number seven. Sasha appeared on NXT for the first time on December 12, 2012. Who did she lose to? Was it Natalia, Paige, Alicia Fox, or Charlotte? J.D. What event was it again? Sorry. NXT, December 12, 2012. She lost to either Natalia, Paige, Alicia Fox, or Charlotte. I want to say Alicia Fox. Was it Alicia Fox? John? John also says Alicia Fox. The answer is, it was Paige. Huh. Sasha would lose her first match against Paige, but the two have faced off a number, number of different times in both NXT and the main roster. NXT, December 12, 2012, for, uh, for the first time, her, her debut match. Question number, th- and then here we go with the third set right here of questions, which would include questions 8, 9, and 10. Here we go with these. Question number eight. Bailey defeated Sasha Banks in an Iron Man match at NXT TakeOver Respect. What was the final score? Was it two falls to one, three falls to two, one fall to zero, or four falls to three? JD. I just watched this match a few weeks ago. It was a great match, almost as good as the Brooklyn match. 3 2. It was 3 2. Okay, John. John also says three to two. The answer is it was three to two. Bailey would pick up the third fall late to seal her victory. Question number nine. Charlotte was also defeated by Charlotte at Roadblock and the line. Charlotte defeated by Charlotte. Huh? You said Charlotte was defeated by Charlotte. You mean Sasha? Oh, I did. Thank you. For... They sound the same. My it does, doesn't Thank it? You. Yes. That's another another for the blooper reel there. There you go. Okay. Sasha was also defeated by Charlotte. Thank you. At Roadblock end in the line in an Iron Man match. What was the final score there? Was it two to one, three to two, one to zero, or four to three? JD. Four three. Four three. John. And JD lost to JD. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. Hi. Um, yeah, there you go. And John's also saying four to three. And the answer is it's actually three to two. Hmm. Sasha lost to Charlotte in sudden death. Oh, Charlotte lost to Charlotte, not mistaken. Sasha lost to Charlotte in sudden death overtime. That's only in a video game if you do it that way. You play. What event was this again? Roadblock, end of the line. Yeah, Pittsburgh, that's the one I went to. I should have known that. That was a great match, darn it. Okay. Uh, question number 10. 
Sasha has won several awards from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Which of these has she not won? Excuse me. Not that. (laughs) Which of these following four has she not won from Pro Wrestling Illustrated? Is it Feud of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Match of the Year, or Woman of the Year? J.D. Woman of the Year. John? And she says woman, and John, J.D. and John both said woman of the year. The answer is, believe it or not, she hadn't won rookie of the year. Huh. Sasha has previously won a feud of the year for her 2016 feud with Charlotte. She won match of the year for 2015 for a match against Bailey at NXT TakeOver Respect. She was also named as woman of the year for, two, for 2015 for Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Not too bad there, guys, on this one. Now, I am sorry to say this. JD and yes. John, but this this particular website, they had like four different ones here uh, available. There was only one left that we have not done. I don't know what, how you feel about doing this, but the last one is on Roman Reigns. Oof. I'll give it a uh, try. I'll give it a try. Okay, John, you want to give this one a try? I mean, you're the only one here. So, I mean, you're, you're the only one here besides JD. John says he can knock it out. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's it. Okay, okay, here we go. Roman, Roman, Wayne, Roman Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one. Good Lord, man. I can't remember the not, whispers of, of tonight. Real tonight. It's not, yeah. my, it's not my night. I don't know what it is. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Here's one on Roman Wayne. That's number foot talking. <laughs> there you go. This is about meeting difficulty. Hardcore fans of Roman Reigns should be be should be about should get be able to get about at least eight out of ten. We will see yeah. what happens. Okay. All right, gentlemen. Here we go. By the way, this iwnerd.com actually has got something uh, uh, having to do with WWE Shop. Uh, so anytime you buy something from WWE Shop, there's a link you can click to or affiliate link or affiliate link there. It doesn't cost anything extra when you buy something. So, yeah, so check that out. Um, so, uh, IWNerd.com. Okay, there you go. All right, here we go. Here we go. Question number one. What college football team did Roman Reigns play for? Was it Arizona State, Georgia Tech, Baylor, or Kentucky? J.D. Georgia Tech. John. John's also saying Georgia Tech. The answer is, yeah, it was Georgia Tech. In his senior year, he was named to the first All-Atlantic Coast Conference, ACC. My favorite conference, by the way. Question number two. What was his ring name in WWE before Roman Reigns? Was it A, Joe Anoa'i, B, the Samoan Destroyer, 3, Leaky, that's how you pronounce it, or number four, D, he was always Roman Reigns, J.D. Leaky. He was in FCW as Leaky. I remember that because I just watched on the S.H.I.E.L.D. DVD not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, John? 
John also says the same thing. The question answer is, yep, he used the name Roman Leakey while in Florida Championship Wrestling. Okay. Question number three. Roman Reigns holds the record for most eliminations in a single Royal Rumble match with 12. What year did he accomplish this? Was it 2013, 14, 15, or 16? J.D.? 14. I was there when it happened. Okay, 2014. John? John also says 2014. The answer is, yeah, 2014. Reigns eliminated 12 competitors in the match, breaking the record of Kane, who eliminated 11 people in 2001. Question, okay, next set here. Here we go. Question number four. Roman Reigns is tied for most eliminations all, of all time in a traditional Survivor Series elimination match with four. What year did he accomplish this? The 2012, 13, 14, or 15, J.D.? I'm going to say 15. You're going to say 15. Uh, John? John also says 2000. Both of you have had 2015. The answer is... Actually, it's 2013. The Shield and the Real Americans faced off against Cody Rhodes, Goldust, the Usos, and Rey Mysterio. Reigns eliminated four competitors and was the sole survivor of the match. Question number five. Of course, this is of course you know we've talked about up, up, down, down, which Xavier Woods does on YouTube. What was, what is Roman's nickname on the Up, Up, Down, Down gaming channel? Is it the Big Dog, the Big Ticket, the Empire, or the Merchandise? JD. I'm going to say the Empire. The Empire. John? It'd be funny if it was the merchandise. <laughs> it could be. You never know. You never know. But you say the Empire. Uh, John, what do you say? John also says the Empire. I feel like I'm talking about Star Wars when I say this. <laughs> and the answer is, oh, my God, I was, oh, my Lord, I can't believe it. It's the it merchandise. is the Empire. <laughs> Wow! Oh, I did not oh my lord, that was a lucky freaking game. Yeah, it was. Uh, I said it would be funny if it was, and actually, now we know it was, so now it's very funny. <laughs> there you go. Question number six. Who did Roman defeat at Survivor Series 2015 to win the vacant WWE World Heavyweight title? Was it Dean Ambrose, Sheamus, Seth Rollins, or Brock Lesnar? J.D. What year was this again? Survivor Series 2015. Uh, it was Seamus. Seamus. And John. John also says Seamus. The answer is, it was Dean Ambrose. Reigns defeated Ambrose in the tournament finals. He lost the title to Seamus only a few minutes later. I think Seamus... Cashed in the uh, briefcase, I think. Yeah. That was the year he had the briefcase, I think. Yeah, right. that's right. I think it was like five minutes, some five Right, that's right. So Reigns didn't hold it for very long until before Sheamus did that, yeah. Question number seven. Which match was the only one to be rated, and I know this very carefully, which match was the only one to be rated lower 
than 4.5 stars by Dave Meltzer? Was it the match against AJ Styles in Extreme Rules 2016? Was it the one between Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 31? Was it the one between him, Ambrose, and Rollins at Battleground 2016? Or was it the match versus Kevin Owens from the Royal Rumble 2017. KD. I'm going to say the Rumble for this past year. Okay. Lower than 4.5 stars. Okay. You say Roy, match versus KO. John? And John also says the Rumble match here. The answer is... Believe it or not, it was a match against all three former members of the Shield at Battleground of last year. The Shield Triple Threat only received a 4.00 star rating. Hmm. And we'll go with the final set. Question number eight. The year he won the Royal Rumble, which was 2015, who did he eliminate last? Was it Kane, Dean Ambrose, Dolph Ziggler, or Rusev? J.D. Rusev. John. John also says Rusev. And in talking about the last question, John says it was the very same place that he went and he saw Battleground last year. It was a good triple he said it was a good triple threat match between all four all three former members of the shield. And both of y'all say Rusev. The answer is Yeah, it was Rusev. Rusev was able to eliminate last eliminated the Bulgarian brute to win the rumble. Wasn't that the one where the Rock came in and helped him? Yes. Question number nine. During his time in Florida Championship Wrestling, Roman won the FCW Tag Team Championship. Who was his partner? Was it Fandango, Big E, Seth Rollins, or Tyler Breeze? J.D. I'm going to say Big E. You'll say Big E. John. Just give me an update on the game. It is now 18-17 Arizona. Despite the fact you're not going to have your regular starters in tonight, Howard Kellmore, 12-17, half to 182. Lane Gabbard, 11-14 for 185. Very My goodness. And John also says Big E, and the answer is, believe it or not, it was Tyler Breeze. Prince Pretty and Roman. There you go. Reigns won the tag team titles in FCW with Breeze, who was also at the time named Mike Dalton. That's right. I should know that. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, Sean's putting a lot of FCW stuff in the Movie Fans Worldwide page. Folks, you're going to check that out on Facebook.com. Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0. A lot of great matches and moments of FCW. And it's a shame WWE does not have an FCW DVD. They have NXT, but they don't have a lot of the FCW stuff. Back in the day, guys like uh, Rollins, Roman, uh, Adam Rose, Rosa Mendez, a bunch of others. Mm hmm. You might be inspiring me to do something else involving FCW. I'll have to think about it later. All right. And if, well, later. I'll I'll tell you what if I if I if I consider doing it or not. Anyway, the final question here, guys. What is Roman's entrance music called? Is it Special Op, The Truth Reigns, Delta, or Power Reigns? JD. Power Reigns. As crazy as it sounds, and I know I'm going to get this wrong. John. Roman's entrance music. John Gross. John says the truth reigns. The answer is, and John's right, it was called the truth reigns. Right. 
his original music, of course, with the Shield was called it was the one called Special Op. So, not too bad, guys. Not too bad at all, there, guys. On uh, that was a good uh, that was a good round right there. Um, huh. Yeah, ten questions about the Undertaker's career. Hmm. I don't know if it's the yeah, same I one we, we did that last thing. John kicked my tail. Remember? Right, but this one, but the last, but the one that you did there was was called it was was simply called an Undertaker quiz. This one says about the Undertaker's career. Oh, it's career. Okay, okay, okay. Let me let, let me let me look at it. Let me look at it. It may be the same one. I don't. Okay, know. I'll be back in a sec. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I believe it is the same one there. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Ladies and gentlemen, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight five two one pound. This is episode one hundred and ten of the second installment of the Radio Network NWO Wolfpack. This is Thursday, August third, two thousand and seventeen. I'm I'm of course once again Mr. WCW US Champion Child back on the line here with you. Alongside the Iceman, J.D., Jared Girolamo, and the Human Space Machine, John Gross. Of course, J.D., a 2015 and 17 Hall of Famer, and John, the first 2016 Hall of Famer, of both, of course, two-thirds of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, originally, we had the Human Space I mean, we had, I'm sorry, uh, Anil Patel on. He had, apparently, he had to leave. Uh, and also on our live video feed, we also had um, uh, the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, about that she had to leave there as well. Um, we do thank we do thank Anil and Ann for coming on here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, as you were going to make an attempt here to do a few more questions here, uh, JD, have you returned? He's not back yet, okay. Uh, but I did actually find another one here, I think an older one here, that, that they that they actually, um, and it appears to be on, of course, another uh, another great superstar here currently, uh, uh, Mr. Pop-Up Powerbomb himself, Kevin Owens. So, uh, John, I'll ask you, while we wait for JD, would you like to answer some questions about Kevin Owens? Okay, JD, have you returned? Okay, he is not. We'll wait here for. We'll wait here for. Uh, we'll wait here, of course, for JD. And while we wait for JD to come on, let me go ahead and remind everyone. Of course, here uh, tomorrow night, of course, will be the Friday edition of uh, WWS Revolution. <clears throat> As, uh, of course, we will be, our live video feed will be hailing from uh, one of our one of our partner group, one of our, one of our uh, 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 partners here, of course, on uh, the fa- Facebook uh, wrestling group scene, which is Hell in the Forum Wrestling Discussion. Of course, a lot of our, of course, TNW, Gerard T. Smith, and the JML Experience, of course, uh, 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 big parts of, of course, that group. 
uh, and we have been and we have been granted special permission to have our live video feed for tomorrow night's revolution from their page here tomorrow night. And of course, we'll have our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays, and also we'll be, of course, more big time wrestling talk. Uh, I'm sure, like I said, with SummerSlam popping up here, of course, the news that JD has been working to us about the possibility that, that the Raw Women's Championship match is up in the air, of course, seeing about the current condition of the number one contender for SummerSlam, Bailey. We do not know what her status is going to be, but hopefully by tomorrow we will definitely hear something. And, of course, if they have to, we've already said, you know, why not? We've already said, you know, definitely, I uh, know uh, they could play Sasha Banks in, in that match. They could play Nia Jax. Um, you never know what they're going to who they're going to put in that match, but all in all, of course, like I said, for some SummerSlam, of course, being of course one of the big four pay-per-views in WWE, the matches have got to be it's got to be on their toes here. So we'll definitely have to we'll definitely watch that out here and uh, watch out here and see what happens here. Of course, was like we said, was 17 days away from SummerSlam. You know, like I said, they have they have this amount of time. 17 to try to... is the magic number because that's GTS's birthday, August. 17. Holy cow. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, like, like I said, uh, I'm the main man here, the main say of the radio network and the COO of WCWS, as well as, of course, the 2014 WCWS Hall of Famer. He is the one, yes, indeed, he is the only, you better know it, <clears throat> the main man himself, the king, NWO, GTS himself, one of the only, Gerard T. Smith is made on here with us. Uh, Gerard, welcome to number 110, of course, of your namesake show, NWO Wolfpack. Hey, yo. Yes, sir. Uh, we're just right now, just myself, J.D., and John. J.D. has had to step away. Uh, we were just, you know, we've done actually a couple of... Uh, Did he have to go make beefaroni, or...? Be, no, well, that's, well, now, unless he's taking up what John's doing, I don't know. But John's here, but J.D.'s the one that's... Oh, uh, Brown from the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't he's know. Probably watching um, uh, preseason football. I bet you. Yeah, he's keeping up with the scores. He's been telling us oh, that. I, I bet. Yeah, he's our sports fan, all right. Yes, indeed. JD, have you returned? He's not back. He's he's probably still looking at the thing. Uh, Gerard, JD brought up one interesting story. I'd like to get your take on it while. While we wait for JD to, and John had to step away for a minute, but he'll be back here soon. Let me get your take on this story. It's, it seems that right now the Raw Women's Championship match at SummerSlam is kind of up in the air. But of course, uh, they're saying that ba- Bailey has a hurt shoulder. Um, no telling how long she's going to be out here. Uh, your thoughts about this, and and if they have to find a replacement, who do you think they would put in put in the mix? Well, the only one you could really do is the boss because Nia Jax is a heel. Unless mm-hmm. you're going to turn Nia face or you're going to turn Alexa face, you can't do that now because she's, he, she's heel at the moment. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess the boss, I guess, that would be the only answer for me. Um, but uh, I don't know. That's... Uh, that's crazy. Yes, it is. And 
But, uh, you know, and of course, we're 17 days away from SummerSlam. I mean, and like I said, you know that the card has got to be top-notch. This is one of the big four pay-per-views in the WWE, that the WWE has, and they can't yeah. go wrong in the Yes. The card is... Uh... The card is big. Uh, apparently, the Miz and uh, Kurt Angle's son is not going to make it on the card because apparently, Kurt Angle's son son sucks. He can't be face. He can't be heel. Uh, so, it's it looks like it's a bust before it's uh, even really began. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, there's even talk that they may do that match on the Raw. Here soon. Maybe yeah, uh, the, this next Monday I heard they're going to do that. They're just going to have a title match where uh, Jason Jordan will lose, I guess. Uh, because if he's going to win it, why would you let him win it on a TV show? Um, I don't get that. You got you're going to have a big win. You're going to have it on a pay per view where people are paying money to watch it. You think, but. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't right. think he's going to win it anyways. He's too green. It's just like Nia Jax. She's she's only she's only been in the business one or two years. So to give her a title match, to give her a title right now might be a little risky. Uh, like Jason Jordan. Why put a title on him? He's only been in the industry for three or four years. So uh, like they should say, like, uh, if you've been in the business for 10 years and you've been in the business for two years, why should you beat me? Uh, but uh, you should need a little more uh, seasoning and then they should be ready. Certainly, certainly, indeed. Uh, going back to the... Um, I was going back to the thing with Bailey and all. I mentioned this scenario to JD, and I'd love to get your take on this as well. I don't. I'm sure you probably remember. This was probably the very first SummerSlam that came out was in 1988. Uh, if you remember, the <clears throat> there was a there was supposed to be an Intercontinental Title match pitting the Honky Tonk Man versus Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Well, Brutus Beefcake got injured before that SummerSlam, and so but they still said they were going to have an Intercontinental Title match, but they didn't have an, They didn't name the opponent. And so, uh, like the honky tonk man comes out there, and you know, you know, they, I mean, like he's putting the word out saying he's putting the word out there saying, oh, I don't care who it is, I'll beat whoever the heck it is, whatever. He was sounding real cocky and all that. And all of a sudden, who comes out was the ultimate warrior, and he beats him in record time, and boom, he wins the belt. Could this happen with this? Uh. No, I I see uh, like look on the roster. Who else could take on uh, Alexa Bliss? Uh, there's not a whole lot of people. Like most of them are heels. You got the boss. She could do it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't know. Dana Brooks kind of young, so I don't know if uh, she would. Uh, but uh, Emma, I don't know what she is if she's. Heel or face, but uh, I could see the boss doing it, I guess. But if they do it, the Nia Jax thing, I don't know. It's not yeah. going to work out, I don't think. So. Right, right, right. Well, I just wait and see because they're talking about, you know, it could be 
until like the end of the year, in the end of this year, into the beginning of the next year. If in fact if the shoulder, if you the deal with her shoulder is more severe than what they think it is. So you hate, you hate to see someone go down to pick their career like that. I mean that's 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 really a shame. Well, she's I think she's fairly young, so she could probably get over it and come back. Sure, sure. But how long I mean, is she going to do the hug gimmick? How long is she going to be the the little baby face, I guess, maybe? I'd like to see her go heel. That could happen. I mean, a lot of people, I've heard some people, that's like, we, that's about, we mentioned about a lot of superstars who you would never would think would be, be that way. So what would it be like if they turned heel? And you know, maybe they could do that because they could do that sometime. You never know. Yeah, but see, it's all in the, like, uh, Bailey, she's like the the fan favorite. Kids like her or whatever. Right. So it's it's hard to change her and John Cena and Roman Reigns, I guess. Well, I don't know if a lot of people like him. I don't think so. But uh, yeah, yeah. you don't want to, want to change them heel because you'll lose that on the money and you'll lose it on profit. So, uh, but they're not thinking of us. They're not thinking of the the uh, you know the older era, the the era that likes. Like, look when Hawk Hogan turned heel. No one ever thought he was going to turn heel. Yeah. He was praying on his knees and taking vitamins and all that, and uh, everybody worshipped him. But uh, he turned heel, and look what it did for uh, a heel group. Why don't you just put uh, John Cena in a, a heel group? Even a bunch of young uh, Nexix, uh, Nexix, uh, NXT members, like a kind of like a nexus, but yeah. with a uh, 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 a really good like a heel leader. So, um, yeah. and KD mentioned something about with the appearance of two former Ring of Honor stars. They were talking about uh, getting most of the former Ring of Honor stars in NXT together to, to do something like that. Oh, Red Dragon. Uh, yes. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, they yeah they signed uh, Bobby Fish first, and then they signed Kyle O'Reilly. Yes. Uh, so now they have an awesome tag team down there called the Red Dragon. Uh, anybody's ever watched ROH? Uh, but uh, yeah, so we were talking about that on Top Heel that. Yeah. Uh, Hey, look who's back. Yes. Huh. J.D., there he is. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, I hope everything was okay, J.D. Uh, um, John has made it back on as well. I found another quiz, and I think even Gerard is going to love this one because, uh, by the way, that one that I thought was a different one about The Undertaker, J.D., it was the same one, unfortunately. However, I did find another one, and it's on... Mr. Papa Powerbomb himself, K.O. Kevin Owens. Tom or Mr. What, Gerard, by the way? Mr. Papa Powerbomb. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, ten questions here all about him. Uh, uh, <clears throat> and, this is, of course, uh, on this website, it said uh, dedicated K.O. fans should be able to get about eight to ten right on this. So, 
Uh, Gerard, um, I know you are very anxious to answer some of these questions. Yeah, you're not talking to me, are you? I was just saying, if you're anxious to answer, are you ready to answer some of these questions? Uh, sure, I guess. Okay. <laughs> JD? Set. Okay. Uh, John, are you ready to go? But time to be for me, John, and answer the question. <laughs> John, this will be the last question he does of the night, and he is leaving, so, okay. <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right, and Gerard... You can't I'll leave us. We never said you could go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Where's your hall pass, little guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah show, show us the pass. Show us the pass. Show us the pass or it's yours. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go here. This time I'll be able to, Gerard, I'll be able to tell you the answer right, off, right away instead of having to wait till the end. Okay, here we go. Question number one. Who was the first person that Kevin Owens successfully defended his WWE Universal title against? Was it Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, or Dean Ambrose, Gerard? Holy cow. My, uh, my brain went, uh, wait. Seth fucking Rollins. Okay, JD. I'll say the same. John? Say it, John. Come to the dark side. John, John, and John also says Seth Rollins. The answer is... It will pop up. Excuse me. Yeah, it was Seth Rollins. Owens defeated Rollins at Clash of the Champions in his first title defense. Told ya. See, we're always right. There you go. That's why I knew, Gerard, you will love these questions. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I love Kevin Owens is a a great leader of the U.S. I guess. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Question number two: Kevin Owens won the WWE Universal Title on the August 29th episode of Raw in a Fatal Four Way match. Which of the following four WWE superstars was not in this match? Was it Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Chris Jericho, or Big Cass? Gerard was not in this match. Wow, it, this is a toughie. Big cast. Okay. I was not, okay. JD. Jericho. And John also said, John also says Jericho. The answer is, yeah, it was, believe it or not, George, it was Jericho that wasn't in that match. Oh, wow. Oh, right, that's, yeah, son of a bitch. Owens defeated Rollins, Reigns, and Big Cass after some help from Triple H. Yeah, we remember that. Ah, <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Was was that the night that uh, Finn Balor relinquished that belt? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was in Houston. Okay. That was in Houston, I remember. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Here's a true or false question, guys. Kevin Owens signed with WWE in 2013. True or false? Gerard? 
I'm going to pass. No pass. Okay. JD? I'm going to say true. I'm going to say true. John? John also says true. The answer is... It was actually false. He signed in 2014. DJ Parker should have known that. All right. Let me just say it here, guys, and wait for our next set of questions to pop up here. All right, let's see here. I said it might get a little bit more difficult here, guys, so just, but uh, I know that uh, y'all will, we have, some, we have some of the smartest guys here on on this, on, on this group right here, so I think we can handle this no problem. All right. Sorry, guys, my computer's acting a little bit, so give me just a second here while I, okay, here we go, here we go. Question number four. Kevin Owens lost his Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 32 in a seven-way ladder match. Which one of the following four names was not involved in the match? Was it Dolph Ziggler, Luke Harper, Stardust, or Sin Cara? Gerard. Uh, okay, JD. Uh, I'm going to say Stardust. No, it was not, it was, was not involved in the match. Mm-hmm. Okay, and John? And John says Luke Harper. So, J.D., you said Stardust, and John says Luke Harper, and Gerard passed. This thing will just move. Okay. The answer is... John was right. It was Luke Harper. Was not involved. Zack Ryder defeated Owens, Sami Zayn, Ziggler, Stardust, Sin Cara, and The Miz. Oh, we have an update on the Mayweather uh, McGregor fight. Those of those who cannot afford a a ticket will have cost one hundred fifty dollars a ticket. The cheapest face value ticket currently available is thirty five hundred. Good lord! Yep. Kidding. Nope, nope, oh. and it's just a retail price for pay-per-view in the United States for HD, $99.95. I mean, this is going to be, like I said, this is supposed to be the big. they're saying this is going to be the biggest fight in history. It's It's got to be, though. It has to be, yep. Because yeah. if it's a stinker, it's not going to be very good. Nope. You got that right. Question number five. In what round was Kevin Owens drafted to Raw in the 2017 draft? Second, third, fourth, or fifth? You are? Uh, pass. Okay, JD. Number three. Number three. Uh, John. Beefaroni. What? <laughs> and John says number three. John, we don't want to know if you did a number three or not. <laughs> no. Uh, the, uh, the answer is 
Actually, he went fourth. He was drafted in the fourth round, 18th overall. Wow. Question number six. Come on. Stop doing that. Who did Kevin Owens defeat in his NXT debut? Was it Ty Ty Dillinger, C.J. Parker, Aiden English, or or Hideo Itami? Gerard. Uh, Pass. A.D.? C.J. Parker, I know, as I just watched it on the Owens DVD the other day. John? And John says C.J. Parker, that's what you said, J.D., C.J. Parker? Yep. Okay. Uh, The answer is... Yeah, C.J. Parker at NXT TakeOver Revolution. In fact, he got a busted nose in that match, I remember, because Parker potatoed him early in that match, I remember. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Question number seven. After defeating John Cena at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, Owens began hosting NXT Championship Open Challenges. Who was the first person that answered the challenge? And this was on the June 4th episode of SmackDown. Was it Zack Ryder, Neville, Heath Slater, or Cesaro? Gerard. Oh. Uh, I'll pass. Okay, J.D.? I am going to say it was Neville. Say Neville. And John? John says Zack Ryder. All right. The answer is... Oh, my God, John got it again. It was Zack Ryder. <laughs> the match was won by Kevin. <laughs> and three more to go here, guys. All right. Uh, these three might be pretty difficult here, guys. Let's see how we do on them here. And so that I can pull them up here. Uh, okay. Let me just... One more time here. Okay, question number eight. Who did Owens defeat to win the Intercontinental Championship for the first time? And let's see here. Well, give me the choices here. Is it Was it Cesaro, Dean Ambrose, Wade Barrett, or Ryback? Gerard. Uh, I'll pass. Okay, J.D.? I'm going to say Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. And John? 
It's just acting slow, John. That's all it is. Man, be careful. You can't run all, a bunch of programs at one time. And, so. and John is saying Ryback. And the answer is. It's nobody. <laughs> yeah. I know. Tell me about it. Yeah, it's just... Okay, let's see here. I think J.D. said Dean Ambrose and John said Ryback. The answer is... My computer is acting so... I'll stop it. K.O. beat your computer? <laughs> yeah, he actually beat my computer. He, he should. <laughs> There you go. And so we got, man, John's got, unless John is peeking. John, you you're, not, you're yeah, not cheating, are you, John? Yeah. Right, exactly. And because John got it again, it was right back. He defeated right back at nine champions in 2015. JD, you need to do some investigating on that, boy. Yeah, I'm going to work on it. Don't worry. Okay. Question number nine. No, no, he claims he's not peeking. Okay, no. He's not peeking. He's not peeking. <laughs> Question number nine. <laughs> Question number nine. Kevin Owens won the Intercontinental title for the second time on the February 15, 2016 edition of Raw in a fatal five-way. Which of the following four superstars here was not involved in the match? Tyler Breeze, Stardust, Dolph Ziggler, or Zack Ryder? Gerard. Uh, all pass. JD. Sorry, what are the choices again? <clears throat> Tyler Breeze, Stardust, Dolph Ziggler, or Zack Ryder was not involved in this fatal five-way. I'm going to say Zack Ryder. You're going to say, did Zack Ryder? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and John's also saying that if he gets this right, I'm going to flip. Because like, I had to say, J.D., you were too, but... Yeah. Well, well, J.D. did say this too. The answer was that Zack Ryder was not involved in it. Owens defeated Ziggler, Breeze, Stardust, and Dean Ambrose to win the belt for the second time. Back to that time, John. And the final question here, all about KO. Kevin Owens entered the 2016 Royal Rumble in the number 18 spot. How many eliminations did he accumulate before being tossed out by Sami Zayn? Zero, one, two, or three? Lord. I'm going to go three. Three. JD. I'll say three, two. Which one? Which one is it? Three or two? Which one are you saying? Three. Okay. Well, make up your mind, man. <laughs> Who's on first? Who's on second? I don't know. Third base. <laughs> All right. And John's going to leave, but he said he is actually saying one. All right, guys. Both y'all, both Gerard, you and JD say three. John says one. And the answer is for the final final question. Sucker will just 
take. Holy freaking cow. He did it again. Jeez. There's only what? one. He's kicking our ass tonight. What the hell, man? He actually You're not even a Kevin Owens fan. What the fuck? What's I know, going John, on, John? I, I mean, I thought Gerard would know could be more than me. Oh. He's clean. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm the biggest Kevin Owens fan in the year, and yes, John beat me that day. And believe it or not, John you know, had this right only one elimination, and it was AJ Styles that he eliminated. <laughs> That's what and John said that, too. And John's already left us for the night. We, we got 10 minutes, guys. John, you were getting a pop-up powerbomb, buddy. Where the hell did you go? That's yeah, exactly. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gerard, Gerard will be ready to perform that on the next edition of <laughs> We got 10 minutes, guys. We can do another one here. Um, I found a few more. I found Becky Lynch. I found Seth Rollins. I found Finn Balor, Shawn Michaels, Jeff Hardy, John Cena, Charlotte Flair, and Matt Hardy. Fuck John Cena. Let's go, uh... Oh, thank you. What do you want to do, J.D.? Seth or uh, Becky? I'm going to try... I'm going to see if I can know my girl Becky really well here. All right, let's go. Go for Becky Lynch? Yep. All right. J.D. wants the Irish uh, last kicker. And JD to answer his questions back, he's going to, he's going to become the Irish A double S kicker. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to probably get my own ass kicked if I don't know, but I'm not my girl. Because Gerard and I both will be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder yeah, if she's still going to fight that UFC fighter that she says she's going to fight him at SummerSlam. That's oh, uh, Cyborg or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was been teasing about it, yeah. You know uh, what? I think Becky could take her. Yeah, I think so too. Let me let me tell y'all one quick thing. Based on what we saw, the, what happened at the May Young classes, and showed all the pictures and everything, I still say a great match for that would be a great elimination match: the four horsewomen of WWE versus the four horsewomen of MMA. Yeah, they were teasing it. There was a uh, one or two chicks from there. They were actually wrestling. Yep. And, yeah, uh, so I'd love to see that uh, WrestleMania. That would be that would be awesome. Oh yeah, I mean, any any one of them would be great. Oh yeah, indeed. Uh, of course, depending upon know how Bailey's going to do it, was I mean Bailey with the shoulder like it is, if that was the case. Okay, here we go. Here, um, <clears throat> um, let's see. Here is if, if, uh, JD can prove to us that he is the biggest fan of the Irish last kicker. But as we said before, if he doesn't get any of them right, he'll get an Irish, you know. Yeah. He'll get an Irish ass kicker. Yes, I will. <laughs> there you go. And that's okay. me, because I'm, I'm Irish. I got some Irish in me, too. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. My my father's side of the family is of Irish. My mom's mom is that way. I think my mom and dad's side got a bit Irish, so that's. That's why I like to drink. <laughs> hey, hey. All right, here we go here, guys. Gerard J.D., here we go here on Becky Lynch. First question, what year was Becky Lynch born? 85, 86, 87, or 88? Gerard. I'm going to pass because J.D. says he knows all the answers. All right, J.D. I'm going to say Becky Lynch was born in the year 1987. 1987, the answer is... Yeah, born January 30th, 1987. Oh, 
You're batting for a thousand so far, JD. Yep. All right. Question number two: True or true or false? Becky Lynch won the NXT Women's Belt. Gerard, true or false? False. JD. I'm gonna say false as well. Okay. The answer is. Yeah, she never won the belt. That's right. All right. I didn't take that long to explain that. Because <laughs> there you go. Question number three. Becky Lynch became the inaugural SmackDown Women's Champion at Backlash 2016. Who did she submit for the victory? Was it Natalia, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, or Naomi? Gerard. Oh, pass. JD? I'm going to say Natalia. You're going to say Natalia. The answer is... It's actually Carmella. The host key. The six-pack elimination challenge came down to Becky and Carmella. Becky made her tap for the victory. Huh. What do you think she's going to cash in her money in the bank? Gerard, what do you think? Uh, not anytime soon. Yeah. That's a good point. They're probably going to want her to hold on to that for a while. Come on. There we go. Okay. There we go. <clears throat> or at least or at least I think. Come on. Come on now. Behave yourself here. All right, here we go. Question number four. What round was Becky drafted to SmackDown in the two thousand sixteen WWE draft? First, second, third, or fourth? Gerard. First. Okay, JD? Fourth. Okay, Gerard says first. JD says fourth. <clears throat> All right, as soon as I can get to get to the square here to check, I will check it for you. The end. Stop it or I'm going to throw you against the wall, you sick old computer. Okay, <laughs> the answer is... Okay, Gerard, you said first, and JD, you said fourth? Yeah. It was actually third. Becky was drafted 14th overall to SmackDown. She was the third woman selected behind Charlotte and Sasha Banks. She was the first woman selected by SmackDown. Next question. Becky made her in-ring debut on the WWE main roster alongside Paige in a tag team match. Who did they lose to? Was it... Sasha Banks and Naomi, Naomi and Tamina, Bree and Nick. Well, come here. Come here. Sorry about that. I'll, I'll get this back in a minute. Hold on. Here we go. Sasha Banks and Naomi, Naomi and Tamina, the Bella Twins, or Brie Bella and Alicia Fox. Gerard. Uh, JD? I want to say Brie and Alicia. Brie and Alicia. Okay. And the answer is it's actually Sasha and Naomi. Becky and Paige lost to the team of bad members on Raw. Paige was submitted by Sasha. Yeah. 
Next question here. Uh, well, come here. Uh, something is slowing down my computer. I don't know what, but I, I'm going to have to do some checking on that. Question number six. Which of these jobs did Becky Lynch have prior to her time in WWE? Was it a scuba instructor, a I bet it's supposed to say flight attendant. They got fight attendant. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be flight attendant, dental assistant, or factory worker. Gerard? Flight attendant. AD? Flight attendant. I can't believe they put fight attendant. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And the answer is, yeah, it was flight attendant. Becky worked for Air Lingus. For a few years, that's that's because her her mother because her mother did that's why. Okay, so that was the uh, that's the airline in Ireland, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. For a few years, on the Talk to Jericho podcast, she revealed that her mom, like you said, Gerard, who also worked as a flight attendant, got her the job. Hmm. Question number seven. Becky made her televised NXT debut on June 26, 2014. Who did she defeat? Summer Rae, Emma, Sasha Banks, or Charlotte? Gerard? Uh, I'll pass. JD? What was the choice again? Sorry. Summer Rae, Emma, Sasha Banks, or Charlotte? Her televised NXT debut June 26, 2014. Sasha. Her name's Sasha. The answer is Come on, come on, come on. It's actually Summer Ray. Becky defeated Summer in her televised NXT debut. But I saw a video one time. I think Sasha used to come out with some array in NXT. I can't remember back that far. Yeah, someone did a video montage of the four horsemen of NXT, and they used a song from that Disney movie, Mulan. And I think they showed a clip of Sasha of uh, some array coming out for a match, and Sasha Banks was accompanying her to the ring. And I think Charlotte came out and Bailey was accompanying her to the ring uh, during that time. Yeah. That's it because I like listening to the song. I love the song. Well, that's good you remember stuff because I don't. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know either until I saw the video, though. They were just doing a montage about the four horsemen thing. Come on. Uh, all right, three more questions here, guys. Just give me a second while I try to... Okay, here we go. Well, at least I, I think so. Hold on. Okay. Question number eight. Becky Lynch did some stunt work for a TV show in 2013. Which show was it? Was it Game of Thrones, Vikings, The Walking Dead, or Sons of Anarchy? Gerard? Pass. Uh, JD? I'm going to say Game of Thrones. 
Game of Thrones? The answer is, it was actually Vikings. 2013 was also the year that she signed with WWE. Question number nine. What famous song did Becky Lynch use as her theme music on the independent scene? Oh, Lord. If she, oh, man, okay. Okay, here are the choices, guys. Y- y'all will believe the choices here. Was it A, You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer, B, Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice, C, Bust a Move by Young MC, or D, It's Tricky by Run DMC? Gerard? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a hot mess right there. Um, yeah. I'm going to go Tricky by DMC. Okay. JD? I'll say the same thing. It's Tricky by Run DMC. Okay. The answer is... Actually, you all can believe it. It was You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer. <laughs> Becky used this on the independent scene. Hmm. As Johnny Carson used to say, I did not know that. <laughs> I hate that he's gone too. Man. Anyway, question number ten. Final question here, guys. What WWE star did Becky Lynch manage before she was in WWE? Was it Natalia, Emma, Mickey James, or Paige Gerard? Uh pass. J D. I'm going to say Paige. You're going to say Paige. All right, the answer is... Got it, J.D., it was Paige. Becky managed the mother-daughter tag team of Soraya and Brittany, Paige, Knight, and Shimmer. Oh. Was Paige was known as Brittany Knight and Shimmer. I did not, I did not know that. I did not know that either. Uh, uh, okay. But great, great, uh, great uh, round there, guys. I like this page, this IWNerd.com. Um, I'll do some more quizzes off of this here sometime. So, uh, but, uh, on that note here, uh, GTS, anything, sir, you wish to add before we call it a night? No. J.D., anything else you wish to add, sir? I am good. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you very much here. Uh, about to wrap it up here for episode number 110 of, of course, the second installment in NWO Wolfpack. Or again, for Thursday, August 3rd, 2017. I, <clears throat> I want to let everyone know, of course, be sure to join us tomorrow night for Friday edition of WWS Revolution. Uh, more wrestling news and views, more history and birthdays, and more, of course, wrestling extras. Could be some more quizzes like we just did, uh, or it could be anything. You, ne- you never know what we can do here in the radio network here, folks. Um, also, of course, Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock, be sure to, ke- to, 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 to check out WWS Power Hour as it will review all the shows on the radio network here the past week. Plus, also, we will be... We'll also be, of course, talking about the uh, wrestling history for this coming sport for uh, Saturday, as well as, of course, give you an update on the number of downloads for this week's shows. Of course.
according to TalkShoe.com. So join us Saturday afternoon for that. Uh, 141-364-pound, uh, four-power hour Saturday afternoon. Uh, GTS, my man, I think it's about time we go ahead head on home. Let's go ahead and do it. Uh, take her away, my man. All right. This has been another episodic episode of WCW US NWO Wolfpack Radio. The players in the game are as the following lineup, boys. First, I see in the lineup is <laughs> Chad the Boss and Cha. He's at six feet, and he's dangerous, boys and girls. <laughs> Next, I got <laughs> I got JD Iceman. He's a little under six feet. Not very, not very much. He's wanted for a jaywalking violation. We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> and we got John, the human suplex machine. He's a little over five foot, probably not much. It's okay, John. Uh, he's wanted for peeping Tom. He's looking for John Cena and Roman Reigns. It's okay. He'll find them eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, it's the King NWO GTS. He's five foot three. I'd like to say I'm five foot six. Just to make me look a little bigger. <laughs> My offense is uh drinking outside out in public. I'll be okay. Uh I wasn't going naked this time, but you know, it's uh the drunker I get, I could be for another fine later on. Stay tuned. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's right. This is the WCW US bad crew right here. We're we do stuff, and that's all I can say. So have a good night. Have a great tomorrow. No rain. God bless. And see you in the ring. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.